Welcome to another edition of the Super Flight Podcast, your George Kondo of NBA podcasts. Because, like George Kondo's paintings, this show is stylistically unmatched by my peers. I don't know if that makes any sense, but anyway. What's up, everybody? It's your host, Joe Borelli, coming at you from a studio in Brooklyn, New York. Second night in a row. It is Saturday, September 30th, and I am ready to do some nba in, baby. We got our first preseason game happening tonight. Super stoked about that. Uh, not the Lakers, because I could give a... Well, that's not true. I am actually anxious to see Lonzo Ball play. Problem is, I don't think I'll be able to stay up quite long enough to watch it. But, in any event, we have some NBA basketball, baby. It's back! And uh, yeah, if you want to tweet at me and you want to tell me how cool my new logo looks and you want to find out who did it, which is Dan McCann, the uh, the great one and only, um, a good friend who did me a solid favor, even though, you know, nothing is free, but I am happy to pay him because um, he's an excellent uh, graphic designer. Anyway, an artist and illustrator. It's wonderful. Thank you, Dan, for the new logo. We're still... We're still working out the details, but for the most part, there it is, baby. If you like it, let me know. Hit me up, and you can follow Dan, too. If you need some graphic design done, or you need a movie poster done, or uh, you need anything done, the man can do it for you, and you should follow him at Dan... Hold on. Hold on. I have it right here. You can follow him on... God, this is great. Great podcasting. I'm sorry, everybody. Dan McCann Illustration dot tumblr.com or dmccann illustration.com uh thanks again dan logo's awesome anyway if you want to tweet at me personally you can hit me up on twitter at joe Barelli. you can hit me up on the superflight at superflight pod um you can email the show at superflightpodcast at gmail.com and all the other stuff. Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, CLNS, Almighty Baller Network, where we are on all the time. And yeah, what's up, everybody? Long day at work today. It's cool. Got some catching up done and got through a bunch of emails. I'm very proud of myself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know what I love about New York? Everything. I love New York in the fall. New York in the fall, man. You go around the city, you see some amazing jazz. There's nothing like jazz in the fall. I'm one of those people that's really in tune with music in certain times of the season. I don't know why. I don't know for whatever reason, but certain times of the year, like jazz in the fall are just perfect. Like the the instruments just mimic the, the falling leaves. It's just sort of chaotic and yet so organized at the same time. It's beautiful. Um and uh yeah man going around the city in in the fall in in new york is 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 wonderful seeing jazz in the fall is wonderful gonna go see some soon you know what i hate about the city my apartment right now is banging like you're probably gonna hear some like people screaming in the hallway and like music thumping through the walls because someone's having a party i mean it's saturday night they're entitled it's fine but it's annoying af my friends it's really annoying. You know what else I hate about the city? Entitled young people. Young people who think that they just get the job because they showed up to work. Like, motherfucker, you have to put in your time. My wife and I were just talking about this. We're both really annoyed by people that just think they can show up and get credit for showing up. Man, we've worked really hard, and I know you guys can relate. Worked really hard to get where you are in life, to make any kind of money. Scratched and scrimped and saved I was talking to a friend or a colleague today who, um, you know, she may have had a bit more privilege growing up than I did. And this is her first real job. And she's 27 years old. And I'm like, are you serious? I've been working since I'm 13. I've been paying rent since I'm 17. I've been in the working world for much longer than I should be. Uh, I know the value of a dollar. I know the value of hard work. And people who don't just kind of get on my nerves. Um, but that's okay. You know, I respect and love everyone. Or at least I try to. I really try to. Anyway, everybody, tonight I'm going to be joined by my buddies from Australia, The Fuzz, Michael Keith and Byron James. And we're going to do some East and West playoff predictions for the season. We're going to get in that in just a minute. But in the meantime, after these messages, we'll be right back. 
Hey guys, I'm Byron James. And I'm Michael Keith, and we are the Fuzz NBA Podcast. That's right, we come from the land down under. Here in Sydney, Australia, we might be 942 miles away from any actual NBA action or a violent 22-hour ride with United Airlines, but we can assure you we spend more time watching the game, talking about the game, and analyzing box scores than we do our own wives' box scores. Plus, one time Byron shared an ice cream with Joe Ingalls. It was actually boysenberry in a tub. It was delicious. Anyway, we hope you can join us. We're the Fuzz NBA Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Or find us at www.thefuzznba.com. Anyway, back to the show. What did you just send to me? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. my sculptures. Did you do them? Yeah. Dude, it's sick. <laughs> he's quite, he's a talented guy, Joe. Scary too when you when you see him up up close in the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> when, especially when you when you're standing when you're standing toe to toe with his art. You yeah. Start, you start to question whether you should have gotten that Uber <laughs> to downtown Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> you're like fuck, fuck. What did I do? <laughs> nah, couldn't be more more the opposite. Eh? I was stressing that I would have, wouldn't have a chance to call him, and then because his apartment block's like just a typical apartment block, you don't know how's he going to know that I'm there. Yeah, but he knew because he was just standing in the foyer waiting like a legend. Even though oh. I was like 20 minutes late. Yeah, I saw you coming. I was like, yeah. I was like, what's that white guy doing so, in my neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> what's that white non-Jewish guy doing? <laughs> um, yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back hey. to the Superflight, and I'm I'm welcoming myself back to your podcast as well, The Fuzz. <laughs> yes, mate. It's Welcome good to, to the Fuzz Show. Thanks. You're on the show. I feel like I feel like I'm in Australia with you guys. Yeah, well, you've got a real Australian. You're pretty name. much are, mate. We're drinking VB. What? You're drinking whatever you're drinking. Oh, let me show you. I'm drinking some Lagunitas Pilsner. Ah, nice. Yeah. I went yeah, for it's a sunny Pilsner Sunday here. It's a long weekend over here, so. Yeah. Everyone's in party mode. In Wait, Australia. it's a long weekend from what? For what? What's the occasion? Uh, yeah, what? What is it's it for? For the Queen's birthday. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Your Highness. <laughs> really? It's a weekend. It's a long one. We don't know why. We're just celebrating. Do you guys not have a have a holiday on Monday for the Queen's birthday? Do they we don't care about the Queen? No, you don't give a fuck. We don't. We, we don't give two shits about the Queen. <laughs> they haven't cared about the Queen for like four hundred years. Oh, yeah, that's right. We are so backward. <laughs> well, maybe not quite that many, but yeah, it's close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so how's things, Joe? You good? Ah, it's good. How are you guys? How's how's all the new additions to the families? Yeah, yeah. She's she keeps me up at night. That's for sure. Yeah, life's different. It's Life very is different. different. It's, it's good. good though. It's good. That's what you got to say. It's good. Really, I'm like, <laughs> fuck. You were going to cry yesterday. Nah, mate. dude. It, it is awesome, but like, it's definitely got its challenges. Hey. Yeah. I just need the NBA to start, so I've got something to watch whilst I'm holding her. Well, guess what? It started it's, today! Yeah, yes. it's, it's probably on right now. Preseason is here, right? boys. I, it is on right now. We're doing this instead. That's all right. Gary Harris just scared the shit out of me. He was on the ground for about a minute, and I was like, no, Gary! <laughs> but he's all right. He got up. Good, good. All right. So are we going to do the East Conference first or the West? Yeah. We're going to start with the East. So we're going to run through our top eight predictions. Only the top How eight. We- we're only going to do the top eight for each conference, right? Oh, this will go for about nine hours. Yeah. yeah. Top eight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who wants to go first? So so what we're going to do is we're each going to run down. Nobody, you guys haven't shared your list with the other person, right? No. No. And, and I definitely haven't shared my list with you, so... N- who no, wants this to go- is all fresh, mate. Fresh takes. Who wants to go first? Well, I'll, I won't go first because my list is in my phone, which has currently got your face <laughs> on it. <laughs> so I'm going to have to, like, manipulate that somehow. That um, I'll go first. You go right. first. Yeah. All right, go first. Go for it. Hold on. Look, i got to write this down. So, so this right. is how I see the East shaking out, boys. Go ahead. With the first seed, I've got the Cleveland Cavaliers. No, really? <laughs> Second seed, Boston Celtics. Third seed, Toronto Raptors. Fourth seed, the Milwaukee Bucks. Fifth seed, Washington Wizards. Sixth seed, Miami Heat. Seventh seed, Pistons. And for the eighth seed, I've got a tiebreaker. Oh. No. I've got the Charlotte Hornets getting 40 wins. And the Sixers, 40 wins. So, tiebreaker, baby. So who actually makes, so who, who makes who it? Who actually makes it? Yet? Yeah. I think Sixers. They're going to have a better win yeah. percentage against the Hornets. Ooh. 
Ooh. So I've got the sixes scraping in by the skin of their teeth, and we're just all happy about that. Like always, your predictions, they're built on the rock. They're built on, they're safe. They're safe. <laughs> but what I say is, yeah, it's safe. Yeah, it's safe. <laughs> it's like Australian real, real sure, estate. It's sure, mate. Yeah, I don't take chances. It's like American real estate pre-2007. Ooh, ooh, yeah. It's ooh, safe. Ooh, that's, that's right. <laughs> 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 so that's, already that's my top there, man. The East. <laughs> okay, uh, you go, Joe. All right, here you we go. Because I'm going to have to dig my. We out. both agree on Cavaliers. Obviously, they're going to be first. Boston, I have second as well. Um, third, I have got Milwaukee. Mm, nice. Mm, yeah. And then I, I got, like it. I got Washington at four. I got Toronto at five. I got Miami at six. I've got Detroit at seven. And I've got Philly at eight. Wow, we're we're very on point, Joe. You yeah. guys are very close. Let hang on, let's just look. We that know way. our shit. So you, he's got Milwaukee a little bit higher than you, but that's about it, right? Yeah, and he had Toronto a bit lower. I had Toronto at the third seed. I also don't have Charlotte in there at all because they have Dwight Howard, and he's going to destroy that <laughs> locker room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree. How's more. the reports of all the Atlanta Hawks players chucking a celebration dinner at the moment Dwight was traded? Yeah. They all got hilarious. together and. Like how awful, you know who? I forget what podcast I was listening to, and they and I know we're jumping around, but I think it was Zach Lowe. They were make they were talking about how when Dwight Howard was traded, yeah, they. Th- but how bad is it that people would rather have Dennis Schroeder on their team than Dwight Howard? Who That's Dennis Schroeder, by the way, hey. who just got arrested for 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 uh, domestic abuse this weekend. Oh yeah, that oh, guy's man. a little punk. Yeah, I always thought he's a punk. I've never liked You've him. You've never liked him, but nah. you really have never liked Dwight either. No. Nah. Like you like Dennis over Dwight. I, I hate both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I dislike both equally. Yeah, fair enough. All right, all right. right let Michael, me get let me got mine out because mine is probably going to be the one that throws this, the standard. Oh, I like Michael Keith's predictions. Go, go. Okay. So first seed, I've got the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Second seed, I have the Bucks. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> Third seed, I have the Toronto Raptors. Whoa. Fourth seed, the Washington Wizards. Fifth seed, the Boston Celtics. Oh. Whoa. Sixth seed, the Miami Heat. Seventh seed, the Charlotte Hornets. And just scraping in there over Philadelphia is the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> You're a son oh, of a I bitch. Love it. How could you do this to me? <laughs> the disrespect to Boston the fifth seed I do I, I, yeah, well, okay we've just got to start here with Boston at, four, at number five come on okay so Boston's obviously the most polarizing team between the three of us right you guys have all got them both second yeah let me ask you this why have you got them second and not first if you're so high on them like if you think they're going to be you know that good I just feel like Cavs are a bit deeper um, a bit deeper yeah the Cavs have got like 60% of Boston's starting lineup on their bench. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're deeper. <laughs> All right. A bit deeper. Here's my, here's, <laughs> here's my thing about the Cavs. Like, they, you know, they got, they got Jay Crowder. That's going to go. I don't care if they lost Kyrie, man. Kyrie was such a net negative on defense. He was really good with the ball in his hands in key games in, in fourth quarters, but the rest of the time he wasn't giving you jack shit except for telling you that the earth is flat and being like a weirdo. He doesn't bring anything to your team, so screw Kyrie. That's why I have It turns cat. out he was just trolling with the earth flat stuff, right? That's hey. what he said. Turns out he was just trolling. No, that, that's, that's, did that's you hear what's it? come did out you... today. He was trolling, and his explanation for it was so weird. Yeah, he was trying to... It was just like, I wanted to see like, what reaction I'd get. Uh, he oh, was he... a weird guy. There's no getting around that. <laughs> yeah. There's no getting around that. He was trying to make yeah, some social... so much shit for it. He's just he's just come around. Eh? No, I was like joking. Yeah. I feel like I've explained myself before in podcasts why I'm not high in Boston, but I'll, I'll just go, keep explaining yourself, I'll go mate. There again. Do it again. Yeah. Do it again. Okay, so like you guys say, you're not that high on Kyrie. Last year they had Isaiah Thomas, who played amazing. We'd all agree Kyrie. one of the best offensive seasons in the history of the game for anyone, let alone a guy that was five foot nine mm. <clears throat> that had come through Boston and that team had developed like you say they had Avery Bradley Jay Crowder um, yeah they were, they were actually a really good team last year and they were really deep they played 10-12 deep mm. almost all of those guys are gone and they've replaced them with talented guys yeah like Kyrie's talented he's there Gordon Haywood maybe we're kind of underrating how much of an impact he can have in just one year mm. and I actually think he's going to have less of an impact because he's playing next to um, Kyrie if he had just slotted straight in, they still had Crowder, they still had Thomas, and now you're putting um, Hayward into that, I think they're probably a first seed. But 
the fact that you've gutted their core and taken their starting lineup out pretty much, mm. I just don't think they're going to be that good that quickly. Yeah. And, and I, I really do think that there are other teams in the East that aren't that bad. Like everyone really talks about the East like it's a real dumpster fire, and it is, but there's still about seven or eight really good teams there. It's just that the bottom half of the East is terrible. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of competition up around that top sort of five or six spots. Mm. Yeah. And that's where I'm at, Joe. All right, cool. I like it. I I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I dig it, but I, I'm. you have Washington, Toronto, and the Bucks all ahead of the Celtics. Mm. Yeah. I get what you're saying. <laughs> I understand. I, I, I see where you come from. They lost, like, what, seven starters on the, off of this team? Those guys were... <laughs> Those guys were also like, yeah, seven starters. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've no, had a couple of beers. Years in <laughs> Those guys okay. were like, they were all basically role players, except for mm. Isaiah Thomas was great. And Jay Crowder, you know, he, he I, I'm not the biggest He's Jay underrated. Crowder fan, but I think he adds a lot to your team, right? Well, he added a lot to that team. Yeah. But they he, replaced him with Gordon Hayward who and, and Kyrie. So I, I just think that. The thing is, nobody else in the in the East really took any major steps to do anything with their team to make them better. Like the Bucks are going to get better just by the sake for the for the sake of being together for another year and having their guys healthy. Healthy, so I could see them rising to the third spot, but I don't see how Toronto is going to. I just think Toronto is going to take a step back this year. They're getting older. You know that that. Mm. Um, are you going to say something bad about Demanda Rosen? <laughs> oh, Kyle Lowry's fat ass. Kyle Lowry. You know that Kyle Lowry is getting older, and like he's what is he thirty one now, thirty two? Yeah. And he's yeah. he was he's starting to lose a step. He's injured all the time. Every playoffs, he gets injured. Like it, yeah. at some point, that's really going to hurt his game, and it's going to drag that team down. He's the best player on that team, and if he's not totally healthy the entire season. I don't know, yeah. man. They got some stiff hey, competition. Hey, hey, guess who else was really injured last year and probably wouldn't have been playing if it wasn't for the deep in the playoffs? Kyrie. 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 <laughs> I'm telling you, that guy's banged up. He was banged up all last year, especially towards the end. He was a shell of himself. Mm. If there's one person that could go down with injury that could totally put a hole in a team, it's the Celtics and Kyrie Irving. Like, what have they got behind him? <laughs> and he, he hasn't really had a healthy season in a long time that whole time LeBron was there he was in and out in and out he put together a really good stretch when they won the the finals yeah that year he actually came back in like January or something like that so he actually by the time the finals come around it was almost like the end of the regular season for for him because he'd missed the first 20 or so games yeah yeah but I think Curry's potentially due for, for injury it sucks to say it but he's an injury prone guy um, Gordon Haywood had a pretty injury Celtics mm. fans fucking hate you no, I'm just being I'm just being realistic. But let, let me say, I the fact that Vegas have them at fifty seven and a half wins. No, I got a fifty six and a half. You're talking about Boston? Yeah. Boston. Yeah. yeah. Vegas. Fifty six and a half. 50, I think. Is it? Yeah, that's what is I fifty six and a half. Yeah, that's what I have written just down. Anyway. Okay, okay. I might as well be fifty seven. Okay, either way, fifty seven wins. The, the only a handful of teams have got fifty seven wins in the Eastern Conference over the last five or six years. Mm. That. The Atlanta Hawks 2015 yeah, LeBron's Miami yeah. Heat yeah they went 60 and 22 mm. LeBron's Miami Heat went 66 and 16 in 2012 mm. but that's it like even LeBron's Cleveland teams have never got to 57 wins mm. so or maybe one of them might have got to I think the year they won they got to 56 or 57 but like if you're telling me Boston's going to bring all these guys together be relying on rookies mm. and Rotations that are really light, yeah. and and be one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference of the last five years. Like, are you kidding me? They're so <laughs> overrated; it's insane. The only thing that makes sense to me is that Vegas knows they're going to trade for Anthony Davis or something. Oh, is this conspiracy, on. Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Vegas must come on, know. Come on, tell you us. must know that they're getting Cousins or Davis or something. Well, because how could they have them at fifty-seven wins? To be it fair, is high. to be fair, I have them at fifty and thirty-two finishing the season. So I have them just at fifty and still winning, getting the second seed because I think the well, East is that that much of a dumpster fire. I've got them at fifty-three. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And still getting the and still the second seed. seed. I've got Cavs at fifty-eight wins. That's that's quite high for this Cavs team. Too, I got Cavs at fifty-five. But go, Byron. Why, Byron, why do you have why do you have the the, the Celtics at, sec, at the second? Spot. Celtic, oh, 
well, I mean, I'm still I'm still relatively high on them, but yeah, I mean, they've got four remaining players from their current from last year's squad. Um, you got they got one remaining starter in Al Horford. I don't know. I just think everyone seems to be really high on Jason Tatum. I'm not there. No, he's gonna have to prove himself. Um, yeah, look, I, I still think they're going to be good. I still think they're the second seed. Um, Kyrie Irving, I'm definitely high on Kyrie Irving. Um, as much as he's a sieve on defense, he's an amazing, amazing talent on offense. Gordon Hayward, I'm high on Hayward. I loved him in jazz. I think he's great. He's good on both ends of the ball. So, yeah, I, I think I think they're going to be good. Brad Stevens is an amazing coach. Um, yeah, so I've got him at the second seed. I just think Cavs are going to be better. Look, I've got him, I've got him at the fifth seed. I think to get there, they're going to have to win about 44 to 45 games. Like, I don't think they're going to be a bad team. But but 57 wins and first seed in the East, which is what a lot of people have got them. Mm. The only way that happens is if they trade for Davis. Yeah. In my opinion. Here's my, on, um, on, <laughs> yeah. Here's my thing. I just think, I think that Gordon Hayward is going to work really well with... Oh my God! You just said his name in the center. Oh, what what is the matter with me? I can't Alan remember. Horford. I can't Horford. I can't remember anybody's <laughs> name. What is going? I'm losing my mind, guys. It's Saturday <laughs> night, Joe. You've had a big week. Give yourself a break. <laughs> all right. What were we, all right. What was I saying? Uh, <laughs> I think he's going to work really well without Horford, and and I think you know on this team, the key for me is Brad Stevens. Honestly, I think he's the reason that mm. the team is going to finish second in the league. I do think they're or second in the East. I think that their defense is going to take mm. a step back for sure. But I think their offense is going to be so much more developed and they're going to be able to mm. show the ball and score so much more effectively this year. Yeah. I just think that there's, you know, they're going to they're going to have too many weapons on offense on a nightly basis for anybody else in the East to really stop them. Yeah, well look, their their defense had already started taking steps back even last year they were below average. Mm. The year before that they were a top 10 defense. Mm. Um, this year, you've taken their best defensive players out. Mm. Hayward has a reputation as being a, a decent defender. I don't really know how true that is because with Utah, it's so hard to tell because every metric you look at, as long as Rudy Gobert's on the floor, it's it's great. Mm. Their numbers are great with Rudy Gobert. You, you take him out and it, it drops off Like no matter who you play after that. Do you mm. know what I mean? The next best player in the Utah is defensively is Derek Favors. Yeah. So... It's really hard to say how good Hayward is. Like, you've seen him show flashes of being able to lock some guys down. Mm. But I think that really they're going to be relying a lot on Jalen Brown's I, defense. I'll tell you who is an underrated signing for Celtics, though. Marcus Morris. He can defend. He can also beat the shit up out of guys and get himself in jail. And Yeah. Well, him and his brother in court at the moment. Probably as we speak. <laughs> yeah. On um, assault charges. Um, but yeah, I reckon he's a bit of an underrated signing for Celtics. Um, yeah, no, I think I think they're going to be good. I don't think they're going to be as as good as what Vegas thought, and I don't, I don't think they're going to be as bad as what you think, Michael. I, I yeah, don't think anybody we'll in East is going to be as good as Vegas thinks. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> so th- tell me this: yeah. you guys both have Toronto at, at three. Why? Yeah, mm, tried and proven Toronto. Yeah, it's a bit like um, the Spurs and the Grizzlies, teams like that. They've been bringing back the same core year in, year out now for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and whilst it's not very exciting and it's not very fun to talk about, yeah, they consistently churn out wins, especially at home. Yeah, um, they're a great regular season team. Like, if you look at their home record, they basically win about 80% of their games at home over the last three or four years. I don't see that dropping off. Mm. And then they've only got to go 500 on the road. Yeah. And they're playing a lot of teams in the East, like you say. Their, their division is, is weak. Mm. I think they're going to just... DeRozan's approaching his ceiling. Look, I don't think that they're going to be good in the playoffs. I think they're possible first-round exit. I always do. Yeah, and that's always uh, that's always their Achilles heel. Achilles heel. They get into the... Yeah. Like, they do great meaningful basketball. But, yeah. yeah. And it's not good at it. And the other thing is, DeRozan's a really tough cover in the regular season. He's Oh, shit, yeah. He, he tears a lot of teams up because they don't... They're not used to having to guard someone that can score in the mid-range and... And but he's just a pure scorer, and you can actually develop a scheme. And we've seen it. Like once they get into the playoffs, teams can lock him down and figure out how to stop him mm. after two or three games. Well, they could um, just but they could just pack the paint, or it could, you know pack a little bit in and, and stop him from shooting. Like he can't stretch the floor at all, so it also hurts yeah. everybody else on that team. Yeah. The other thing it's is, true. this is the first year we've seen him with Abaka for a full season, which mm. there's a chance that guy's forty. Um, and, he's, and he's done but there's also a chance that he he might actually be 41 <laughs> yeah. there's a chance that he's going to be good like 
I don't know. I I just think that they're gonna be hard to beat at home, and that's why I've got them. Play the star. Yeah, that's yeah. why I've got them at third. So seed. where where do you have Toronto? Joe? You had them at fifth, didn't you? I forget. <laughs> you had him at fifth seed. I, I made a mental note. I, I had him I'm at like, fifth. Joe, that's low. No, no, I had him at fifth, and just for all the reasons I was saying earlier, is just that they're getting older. Yeah. All right, so yeah. they lost Corey Joseph and they lost Patrick Patterson. Patrick Patterson, obviously, yeah. when he came in, he was supposed to be a really great player for them, and he did not pan out. He was injured. Yeah, the he did not time. pan out. So losing Patrick Patterson, not a big deal. They did pick up OG Ananobi. And I think that kid's going to be really good. I don't know, man. Like, my, you know what? As I'm looking at these, <laughs> as I have them placed now, I'm, I'm kind of wondering why, why I put, <laughs> why I put Toronto. They also got so CJ Miles, too, who's, he, he can play basketball. Uh, yeah. Maybe I should just invert Milwaukee and, and Toronto. But anyway. Nah, stick I just, to, stick yeah. to your guns Honestly, now. I just so, I just feel that, that Kyle Lowry is going to... He's another year older. I love Kyle, Kyle Lowry. He's one of my favorite players in the league. I just think that at some point, all these injuries are going to pile up and catch up to him. And he's the best player on your team. But how long can he mm. do that if he's He might not age well, hey. Yeah. Yeah. And for then, sure. And I'm not a big DeRozan guy. I'm just not. Like, yeah, he's really good in the regular season. And, of course, he scores. He's a volume... Not a volume scorer, but he scores the ball really well. Like, this is what he does. He also, you know, he obviously is not very good for you in the playoffs because of everything we just mentioned. I'm not a big fan just because I don't really like watching his game because it's not very dynamic. I, he, he's not very good at getting to the rim, and mm. he just relies on on shooting the mid range jumper, and that just it's not that fun for me. But mm. it's <laughs> effective, I guess, in the regular season. But that's all it is. It's like regular season effective, and so you get to the playoffs and that, but. Yeah. But, if but we are talking about our top eight for the regular season, though. That's true, and I was just going to say. But if we're talking about the top eight for regular season, I don't know. I'm going to go with five, and I'm going to I'm, I'm going to put them in the fifth spot, and I'm not going to feel yeah, bad about mate, it. Mate, you're just going to make that prediction and stay true to it. You've got to own that prediction. Yeah, don't let me bully you. Having to stop bullying me, man. The thing, the thing we all had, we all had the bucks really high. Yeah, yeah. So we all, them, yeah. I had them higher than you guys. You had them at number two. Yeah, I think they're going to be. I think they're going. There's a part of me that actually thinks they might even get the first seed. If the if the Cavs, you are if, crazy. smoking crack. Who's <laughs> had a few VBs? If the Cavs coast a little bit, because we we don't really know how Cleveland's going to approach the year, because we know that they're going to be there in the end. That's the thing. But the the talent that they've got, as long as they're healthy, as long as they're all there, mm. as far as the Eastern Conference Finals goes, you can lock them in. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm um, going to say this just really quick to rebut that. I think the Cavs are going to come out blazing I think LeBron has everything to prove this year and I think yes, he's going great Joe I think he's going for MVP man I, I yes don't, mate yeah preach he's got he's on a happy team now he's got his best friend and Wade with him there he's got mm. you know and he's trying to reclaim Derrick Rose and I, I man I think he's huh. going to be gunning for that spot I don't think he's going to let anybody yeah. stand in his way this year he's, he's going to be required to carry so much of the defensive load too now they've lost Kyrie well they've got Crowder too right yeah, yeah so but Crowder, without, well, offensive uh, load, offensive offensively load. did yeah. I say that yeah you said yeah. defensive load but I think you meant offensive load oh, I don't even know what I said mate but, um, <laughs> you know IT's not going to be there till January so LeBron is going to have to have a blazing start just to yeah. carry his team Look, I've got the Cavs in at first as well because I'm like you guys I have I lean toward that mm. that's how it's going to go mm. but we don't we don't know and if it if that doesn't go that way if they yeah, do coast it could be bit, coast LeBron then I think that Milwaukee potentially could get that first seed with about 52 mm. yeah because you know the Greek he, the Greek freak is going to be the MVP conversation he's, this year he, the Greek freak is coming he's had these, he's had his member challenge yeah. handed out and he's going to try and follow through with that <laughs> I was going to say real quick about the, just as we're talking about the Cavs real quick. The other thing about, like, even if LeBron rests this year, I still think they're going to be way better because they have Crowder and LeBron can actually rest on defense. And Jay Crowder is going to be able to pick up those minutes on defense and give LeBron some time to rest. I think it's going to be yeah. huge for this team. He hasn't, mm. LeBron has not had somebody like that on his team since when? You're right. Since Miami. Well, who was the who guy, was the guy um, then? I'm, I guess Dwayne Wade defensively was really good back then. Who was this? Ba- oh, no, he had guys like Battier, Mike Miller. Battier yeah. was a bit past his prime, but still. Battier was yeah. awesome, man. Especially defensively, he was great. But still. He was a gr- he was an above-average defender. But even Shane then, yeah. he's not at the level of Crowder. Like, Crowder's a really good defender, and he's young. So he's still growing. And like, Yeah. 
Oh, I beg to differ. I reckon Battier in that oh, you're right. Battier year was, was kind of fucking a... awesome. Yeah, he was. Remember that he game? Was amazing. What you're game right. was it where he just he just was hot? He's like six from six from downtown, taking clutch charges. Okay. Oh, I love you, Shane. Okay. You guys are forgetting something pretty important. What? That that Miami team were one of the first teams to really go small, and that's. But you guys remember Battier really fondly as a defender, but he yes. was he was always a matchup problem because they played him at power forward. Yeah, mm. a lot of the times he got out rebounded, but he was quicker than than his guy always, mm. and you know he was a real matchup problem. And he he kind mm. of, I mean, he was great, but as a lockdown defender, it was more earlier in his career. Yeah, and the other thing about Miami that they had was Chris Bosh at the five, right. who started to stretch the floor out with his shooting mm. and he defensively he was so versatile. He he's, he plays like Kevin Durant plays on defense now. Yeah. He played it back then. Yeah. And they were one of the first teams to really have success doing that. Mm. And so that's kind of been a bit of a blueprint for the Warriors and some of these other teams. So It's true, but we mm. should reel it back in because we're talking about the Eastern Conference. <laughs> but we, but we, yeah, that's it. Let's not get ahead yeah, of ourselves. Yeah, but we are comparing... We are comparing um, what the Cavs have got right now compared to what yeah. LeBron's had in the past. Yeah, and you know what? But, also, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a way, you could actually make the parallel between Miami and Milwaukee because they're sort of a similar style team. Like, Giannis could be that Chris Bosh, except for more athletic and more dynamic, and he can guard. He can't shoot for shit, which is, which is <laughs> troublesome. But yeah. but you guys have them really high. I do I do as well. I have him at three. And I just think that, like, with, with Jabari Parker coming back, if he's going to be healthy, with Chris Middleton being there, if he's healthy the whole season, I think this is a really good team. And as much as I hate to give Jason Kidd credit for being a good coach, he actually might be a good coach. <laughs> yeah. now, if he could just think, stop yeah. being drunk and driving into telephone poles, and, and it would be great. <laughs> I shouldn't I think joke that, about this. <laughs> no, there's some things that you just can't joke about. Man. Oh, it says you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that Milwaukee possibly going to have the, the number one defense in the East. I, I think that's why I've got them so high. Yeah. They've got so much length. Um, I think Thon Maker's going to play a huge role Second this year. Second year Thon. It's going to be exciting. Oh, um, yeah. Thon is going to Chris be... Middleton, you know, un, uninjured from yeah, the start. Yeah, from the get-go, that's going to be a big plus. And look, Jabari Parker's one of those things. It's like, they actually started playing really well once he actually got injured. So, I'm kind of not too worried about him not being there. I think that... Mm. I just think that Milwaukee's going to be really, really hard to score against. I really do. Like mm. Monroe coming off the bench. I don't know. They just got a lot of players with a lot of length. And that's and, and that's the thing too. Last year they actually got Monroe to buy in, and he was really, really big for them off the bench last year. He's, he's still a civil on defense, but he was scoring so effectively in the post and and pulling out to what twelve feet. He was he was a huge part of their offense last year coming off the bench, and that's that's not to be missed. I think if you have him. Thon, we were talking about. He's gonna. This is his second year, and he's gonna. Yeah, he should take a step. He's gonna take a step, and that guy's. That guy is really your Chris Bosh on this team. He can step out and hit from three, and he's so long and athletic. You're right, Michael. Mm. They're gonna be a terror on defense. Yeah, they got the rookie of the year, Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, shut up! He's not my rookie of the year. <laughs> no, he's not mine either. So Joe. I think it's thing we all agree on Milwaukee. It's just a matter of how good are the other teams or how bad are the other teams yeah. as to where they go. But that's true. So we're all very high on the Wizards too. Um, but Markeith Morris is out six, six to eight weeks with a hernia. I, th- I think um, any loss, any starting. Any starting guy from this team that's injured is a huge loss because they are the least deep team in the East. Yeah. They've got five players that can play and that's fucking it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> hey, um, Mark Eves out. He's in trouble. Let me ask you this, Joe, because yeah. I, I think you might know the rules on this. If if the Morris brother from the Wizards, I'm just not even going to try to remember if it's Mark Eves I think or, it's Mark Eves. It's Mark Eves. If he gets suspended from the NBA for, for assaulting a guy and say, say the NBA gives him like a 10-week ban mm-hmm. but he's also injured for the first eight games does that ban not kick off until he would be physically cleared to come back mm, yes that, i think that is how that works but also so, if he gets suspended i think his brother gets suspended too just just by virtue of being twins yeah they don't. how do we know it's really you <laughs> they have to suspend him because look what happened last year in the playoffs i'm i swear to god one of them swapped for the other one yeah <laughs> that's it eh? if you suspend one you ha- it's like algebra if you have to do one thing to one side you have to do it to the other two to make it balance out that's yeah well, that's that's the beauty of being well, twins i think they both are in court like for beating up the same guy so i think yeah. oh yeah <laughs> so if they if one does get suspended yeah, the other wait when did this gone. happen i don't even know about this 
So potentially the so potentially the the Washington Morris brother, yeah, he's going to miss the first twenty uh, yeah twenty games because he might miss eight with an injury and yeah ten with the assault charge. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say eight weeks or eight games? Six to eight weeks is out. Six to eight weeks with the score turning it, bro. That's That's, that's a huge hit. Maybe we're too high on the Wizards. I have have him at four, right? Yeah. What do you guys have? You have him at five. No. I have have him at five. I had him at three. Look, I think Bradley Beal is going to be... He's going to make his all-star debut this season. I'm I'm feeling Bradley Beal this season. I know I had him at four. He only just... He only got... You know, he was nearly an all-star last season. He got a bit jibbed, but... You know the East is just so. It's going to be interesting to see how um, how good John Wall is. That's that's really like yeah. he, he's going to have to carry this team, yeah, real hard this year. Absolutely, yeah. I, I I honestly love Bradley Beal, and I've come around so hard on. That sounds really weird. So far, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, hey, I've come around so far. Uh, <laughs> I've come around. <laughs> I've come around on John Wall. I used to think that he was completely overrated, gonna- and he was just like his whole game was just he was fast. And now I think that like his defense is probably he's probably the best defensive point guard in the league. And even he gets beat on occasion, but he's a really good shot blocker for his position. It's incredible. He's so yeah. athletic, and he's so actually athletic, improving yeah. his shot. And he's the thing that we always forget about John Wall too is that like he's an incredible passer. You just don't even think of it because you think of him as just this this scoring guard like Ala Westbrook. Like he's just so fast, he can get to the rim at will. You know, you totally forget about the like the fact that he has amazing court vision. He's one of the best passers in the league. I think just by virtue of that, and having Bradley Beal there, they're going to be fun to watch. They're going to be. The, you know, I, I don't know. Markeith Moore is being an out, man. That's that's. I didn't even know about it. When did this When did this charge happen? When did they beat the crap out of this guy? I think it was stemming back to 2015. Oh, this it is was, that same one? Yeah. It was one? a while ago, but it's just be, it's just going to court now. They uh, beat him up because he... This guy did something to either their sister or one of their friends, something like that. I don't know. It was like a retaliation thing, but they just went and... Beat the shit out of him. Beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Well, they got temper issues. Those dudes, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck with those guys. No way. No, no. they're they're like two dudes out of six, six nine. Ten. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Why would yeah. you ever mess? Did you ever see that video of Jaleel Okafor beating the shit out of some dude in in, in Boston. Boston? Yeah. Yeah. Like dumbass. The guy is like almost seven foot. Why are you mouthing off to him? Are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that guy was prophetic. He was going, "You trash. You trash." <laughs> And we, at the time, we thought he was fucking awesome, but he was trash. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Uh, Who knew? Anyway. So, so maybe, we should, yeah. maybe we should dive down to let's the bottom four. Well, let's okay, talk about so Miami. Joe quick. and I, we, we believe in the process, but you don't, mate. Wait, let's not, yeah, feel- wait, let's save that. Let's talk about Miami quick. We don't oh, want to okay. get all the way to the bottom. Oh, okay. No, we're talking about the five to eight now. So oh, we, we yeah. were all pretty similar here, though. We're all, did we all have Miami at six? Yeah. yeah, I've my bottom yeah, f- my bottom four are um, Celtics, Heat, Charlotte, and Pistons. Yeah, yeah, that cracks me up. I love I love the disrespect to Boston. I don't even know why I have them so high, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just I'm just logical. <laughs> All right, what do you guys? Let me give you some numbers about Miami. So last year they finished oh, okay. 41 and 41, ninth in the East. They just missed out on the playoffs last year, right? They mm. had they started out 11 and 30 or something like that, and they had a they had a really huge resurgence, like a historic resurgence to end the season, which was incredible. And we all thought they were yeah. going to get in. It would have been the best story of the year, right? Oh, I was so rooting for Heat to make that. that was I know, and I hate the Miami ever. Heat. But anyway, <laughs> so they <laughs> last year their offensive rating, they were 17th in offense and 5th in defense, which I didn't realize their defense was so good. We think of mm, them that's as That's our like, expulsure for you. Yeah, he's a great coach, man. Oh, yeah. They lost Josh McRoberts and Derek Williams, which is like, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And they added Larry Drew and Kelly Olenek. What do you think about the Olenek yeah. signing? The great white hope. Yeah. Well, look, I think Olenek is a great replacement for McRoberts. He's pretty much the same player, only he's healthy. He's more playable. He's just younger. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like what McRoberts was like when yeah. he played for the Steps Bobcats. up in big moments. Yeah. Um, I think Miami's really, really deep. That I think that's why I think they're going to have a really good year. Yeah. Um, they, they got... 10, 12 guys that you could see easily playing in the rotation, yeah. which bodes well for the regular season. And I think, again, their defense is going to be yeah. good. Spo figured it out. It took him a while to figure it out post-Big Free, but he got there. And yeah, I, I think Goran Dragic is underrated as fuck. 
I reckon <laughs> you, can I'll, I'll say, you can swear. You can swear. It's fine. I'd say. Oh, Vince ran the whole podcast. I just figured I'd turn it down. He, <laughs> Goran is a top four point guard in the East. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> I love Goran Dragic. That, I also that's think that's a that hot take. Though. And I, I, I've always thought it. I've always thought he wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, now that he's won the MVP, of the Euro basket thing. Oh, that people are probably everything. thinking you're just like persuaded, mate. But I'm not. I've always been high on Goran. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. Um, I think the Heat are good. Yeah, look, it's it's one of those things. Is are they going to be the team that started the year, or are they going to be the team that ended the year? No, I think they figured it out. Dion yeah. Waiters is a star, mate. Yeah, we'll see. You got Dion Waiters and James Johnson and Tyler Johnson. All those guys have got guaranteed money. Mm. So is their motivation going to be the same? Same with Whiteside. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I think they, no, they they just missed the playoffs. They got a chip on their shoulder. They're going to come in and want to make the eight for sure. I'm glad you brought up uh, not Tyler Johnson, the other Johnson, Johnson and Johnson. I'm glad James Johnson. James Johnson. <laughs> I'm so bad. you just said the name. I'm so bad at names. Oh my god. Uh, cut that out. Whenever we do this edit, just cut that part out. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> James Johnson. I was really worried about him. Like last year, he came in in the best shape of his life. But he's what 31 now. Something yeah, of he's that not age. young. I don't think he's going to have the same year he had last year. So that's one of the reasons I have him down at sixth. Like James Johnson is definitely going to take. If 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 I'm predicting, I'm predicting that he's going to fall off a little bit. You're not going to get the same production you did out of him last year. There are other younger guys you might get more out of, and I think that could keep the ship afloat. Goran Dragic, mm. you're right. He's absolutely underrated, but he's also getting yeah. older too. I think he's like 32 now, something like along that line. He's getting up there in years. You know, he's like an old horse. You just got to put him out to pasture soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I still think they're going to finish up. They'll start the season a lot better than they started last year. Yeah, last year they came into the year and they were injured as hell. Mm. And I think they have everyone healthy this year. Spolster is an amazing coach. And I think they're mm. going to, you know, they're definitely going to push for that six seed. Yeah. Well, one of the things that, that was really good about them was their shooting. Um, mm. And it sort of coincided with Winslow being injured. So that's one concern I have is that Winslow's a guy that they kind of have to prioritize and they have to give him a lot of minutes. And he plays such a crucial position on the wing that if he can't shoot, teams are going to sag off him and they're going to force the offense to Winslow. Mm. And if he can't produce, that could be a real problem. And that could be something that slows him up. That's the only reason I've I've actually got them in the six seed is because I think that you'd be he, higher on them. If, I'd be higher yeah. on them if it wasn't for him. I think that he's kind of going to fuck the whole thing up a bit. <laughs> and 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 I, and I think that they're in a position where they have to actually He'll play keep more. their wins low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best dad NBA joke. We should come up with the dad NBA jokes. <laughs> yeah, I'd be I'm in. That. I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah, but apart from him, I'm I'm super high on their roster. I really yeah. like Josh Richardson. I'm high on Spo. Fuck, he's a good coach. I like Whiteside. I think he's Whiteside's going to be Northside this season. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think he is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, do you want to do it? But do you want to do another fuzz NBA versus pod, uh, super flight bet? Yeah. What do we go? Yeah. What are we What are we betting this? Well, time? we're just doing the we're doing the profile picture thing again. All right. What's if, the bet? Okay. You're betting he's in an all-star? Hassan Whiteside's going to be an all-star. If he's not, I'll have your Superflight profile for a week. Yeah. <laughs> slash, like two days. Yeah, exactly. Like it was last time. Exactly. Yeah, slash, I think that's still you four days. 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And if he's a, if, if Hassan Whiteside is an all-star, I will put the fuzz in the... Yeah. As my oh, hey, Joe, I'll happily, I'll happily use your new profile though. It's looking lit, mate. Thanks. Yeah, it's nice. It's getting there. It's getting there. It, it's, it's, it doesn't read that well, that small, but it's, it's, it's pretty good. No, I think it's good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's okay? We, we're both kind of thrown the Pistons. Did you, did you there, have Pistons in yours? Your eight, Joe? I had them at seven. I had the Pistons at seven. Seven. Yeah. And here's my so reasoning. Right. Let me give you the reason. I think Reggie Jackson is going to get injured. <laughs> I know he's starting out the season. I know he's starting out the season. He's going to be playing to begin the season. But, man, what is it? Knee tendonitis? Is that mm, what he's got? Yeah. Or arthritis? Or not yet. degenerative knee, knee disease? Which is, that's pretty bad. It's not great. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. No. It has me worried. And if we saw any indication by last year, if Reggie Jackson's not in there, they don't have much. I'm a little worried yeah. about this team. I do really like the fact that they added Avery Bradley. I think he's going to be huge mm. for them. 
not only not only in a defensive end, but he's a way better shooter than people realize. Um, yep. And I think he's gonna. That's a huge boon for this team. Um, mm. But I I really think just as last year, this team really hinges on Reggie Jackson's health. What do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think um, I think Stanley Johnson might take a leap this year. I was expecting him to take one last season. Remember in that first uh, first round playoff series against Cavs, he seemed like he was you know there was a lot of promise. Like he was sort of guarding LeBron, talking shit to LeBron. <laughs> he was really confident. I thought you know this could translate into something nice next season, but it didn't really prevail. But I think this is the season that Stanley Johnson becomes yeah. a valuable piece of the Pistons. I'm a bit, I'm a bit um, mixed on on the Pistons. I have got them in there, and mm. I, and it is because of Avery Bradley, but I sometimes wonder whether the loss of KCP is going to hurt them more than we think. Um, and you're right, Stanley Johnson needs to sort of he needs to he needs yeah. to take a couple of steps forward for them to sort of. But the thing is, the seventh seed in the East is you're probably only going to have to win like 38 games. <laughs> I've got them winning 42. I've got them at 39. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. So I sort of think they're in there for me more out of a default. Mm. I, I think that the first half of the year could be good for them with Bradley and um, and Jackson. Richie Jackson and, you know, all these guys. And I think that they might do enough in the first half of the year to just scrape in at the end. Yeah. You know, th- there's also a chance they tank. There's also a very good chance. If Reggie Jackson goes down with an injury... There's a chance that they trade Avery Bradley if they try to get a pick for him or something because they're not Avery Bradley is going to be wanting money next year, so they're only going to commit to him if they're going to commit to the whole this whole core. And there's a chance that Detroit blows this whole Stan thing. Stan Van Gundy is very anti-tank though. Yeah, I mean no, it's not. Yeah, I love the yeah, fact that ever since he came out against the Sixers tanking, he lost. He's his team has basically lost every single game to the Sixers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For someone who's anti-tanking, he talks a lot about it. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he reckons... It's just come out that he reckons we shouldn't have a draft lottery. He reckons... Yeah. He yeah. reckons teams should be able to sign rookies as free agents. Do you know what he's... He's like that guy that, like, you know, just won't accept his own homosexuality. Just, <laughs> just talks... Just talks a lot about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, for someone that's... You know, for, someone that, for someone that's not gay, you should talk a lot about it. Like... He's that guy when it comes to the tanking and stuff like that. For someone that doesn't like tanking, you sure talk a lot about it. Oh, boy. It's just a matter of time, Stan. Just Just accept it, Stan. Just (laughs) embrace the tank. (laughs) Sweet. Okay, well, what is Stan Van Gundy? (laughs) Okay, let me me just just rephrase it then. Just get your shit together, mate. Let me just rephrase it. (laughs) For someone that does not like to tank he sure talks a lot about it yeah mm. <laughs> would you guys agree <laughs> yeah he does you know what? it's like an alcoholic I knew a guy who was like man I stopped drinking and like I don't miss whiskey at all by the way I love whiskey <laughs> <laughs> that is a very time good for a drink yeah that is a very good analogy yeah 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 Dude, I don't even think yeah. about I don't even think about whiskey anymore. Like nobody asked you, nobody asked you about whiskey. I was yeah. I was talking stop about talking about whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you don't like whiskey, stop talking yeah. about it. We're just talking about tennis, like Serena Williams, and you just bring out whiskey. What and, the I, fuck? and I was just like, dude, I was just talking about you keeping your eyes on the road because you're my cab driver. So please, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. So I don't know. I think that Stan might tank. And I think that Bradley would be the sort of player that could probably get you a first-round pick from one of the contenders. Because Avery Bradley, let's say, I know the Cavs already got a ton of point guards, but none mm. of them can play defense. Mm. Let's say they throw their first-rounder at him. The Brooklyn? No, not the Brooklyn pick. Their own first-rounder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Or like, you know, okay, even someone like OKC or um, someone else that really is going to go for it. Maybe San Antonio. Like, I think that... A lot of those teams could go, could use Avery Bradley for their playoff run, and mm. and it'd be worth giving up a first rounder for him for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a trade fighter. I I don't I don't honestly I don't see Detroit tanking. I think that I think they're really high on Luke Kennard, and I think that kid mm. brings actually a lot of shooting that they've been missing from this team. And I know he's a rookie, but he has to help because they've had jack shit without him. Right? I mean, they didn't. Their shooting yeah. was the worst part of their team last year. They couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Mm. And I think if you have at least one shooter on the team, Avery Bradley is really good from the corner three. If you add Luke Kennard, who's 
apparently one of the best shooters in this class. It's going to open up the floor for Andre Drummond, who might have a good year. I think there's there's a way that this team actually outperforms our our even seventh seed expectations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you when you talk about the Pistons and you start you start to realize mm. that it's pretty. It'd be pretty shocking if they don't make the playoffs this year. Oh yeah, because when you go like down below them, there's we've got Charlotte and we've got maybe Philadelphia, but after that, like there's no one within. Yeah, no way. There's no one that could. I mean, you start. There's to no about, team that's surprising you us start this to talk season. About that maybe we... Orlando. I mean, are Orlando going to make the playoffs? No. Like fuck no. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> if they, they do, I'll be shocked. Wins. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So who do you guys have for this for the eighth seed? Remind me again. I have a tiebreaker. Yeah, right. the Charlotte Hornets and the Philadelphia 76ers. Let's talk about the Charlotte think, Hornets quick, because I think Michael, Charlotte you, are going to make it. You have them where at fifth? I have them at eighth, and it's again. This is no. You have the process. You have them at seventh. Come on, I'm man. Gonna, I'm gonna have, you have Pistons <laughs> at eight. Pistons at eight. Okay, but there's three teams in two spots that we're yeah, talking right. about here. So this is based on just. I, I've yeah. got I've got Philly missing out, and it's it's more to do with the fact that I think that Philly are not going to be as good as as we all think because I don't believe that Embiid's going to play a full season or even half a season. Um, Simmons and Markel Fultz are, are rookies. Like they, <laughs> they might be great. They might show flashes of goodness, but they're not going to win. They're not going to be a winning team to start off. Rookies don't... Yeah. It's, you know, rookies don't often win you games. The rookies just don't do it. They don't... Like, I love Ben Simmons. I think he's going to be a phenomenal generational talent. Honestly, I'm that high on Ben Simmons. Even without his... Yeah. Even mm. if his shot is broken. Um, I still think his passing ability is is exceptional. Yeah. It's, he it's sees insane. The, and, his, and his athleticism just... He's going to be a John Wall until he develops a shot. And I think that's worth a lot... I'm not as high. Yeah. I'm not as high on Markel Fultz, although I think he's going to be a really nice player. I don't think yeah. he's at the level of your Ben Simmons. But you're right, Michael. Like, I struggled with this one a lot. I'm like, I had Philadelphia in, I had them out, and honestly, the whole thing hinges on Embiid's health. It really does. If you yeah. get 50 games out of Embiid, just 50 games out of Embiid, I think they make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's all you can ask as a Philly fan. 50 games for Embiid is. And, That'd be nice. and since we're talking about Charlotte, as I mentioned before, the reason I, I, I went back and forth and back and forth, and I know Charlotte projects to be a much better team. They have Dwight freaking Howard on their team. They are going to implode. <laughs> it's gonna, mm. it's, they're just going to fall apart. It's, <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like a star that's just going to come in on itself and just like become the, a black hole. And that's it. That's Dwight Howard. Yeah. Every single team he's on, they just fall apart. Mm. But well, he's you, taking Cody Zeller's minutes but, too. But do you yeah. know what else? Like every single team he's on ends up imploding. I definitely agree with that. But every single team he's on does make the playoffs. He, you know, he really except the Lakers. <laughs> no, they made the they made the playoffs. <laughs> Did they make the playoffs? Yeah, with Nash and Co. Yeah, they're on the eighth seed. They made it. I, I think Kobe got in, got injured, and then oh, you yeah. know that, Are that you was sure they made it. Train wreck, but they. Yeah, they made it. I don't feel like I, they I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they made it, eh? We should fact check this. I, I want you guys to leave this in because they definitely <laughs> made it. I'm 100%. All right. You guys um, talk. I'm going to look this up. Yeah. <laughs> Kobe got injured and Dwight had to lead the team on his own. Mm. And he was very bad at it. And they got they got hammered. Mm. Um, but he was real confident that he was going to do good and win. In the yeah, ship. but imagine trying to step into... Leading the team in offense when Kobe's, you know, taking Kobe's role. Yeah. No so anyway, but but then you know, then where did Dwight go after that? He went to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They made they were oh no before he went somewhere in between then he went to the Rockets. Oh, the Rockets, a couple of seasons course. at the Rockets. They made the playoffs, of course. Um, then Atlanta, they made the playoffs, and now here he is in Charlotte. They're going to make the playoffs. He's he's a good player. He's just a sh- he's just a shit human. You're right. They <laughs> they did make the playoffs and they exited in the first round. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. You're so, right. So, <laughs> all right. But, and the other thing is, look at Kemba Walker is an all-star. He, you know, right in, this season, Kemba Walker is going to be way better than Ben Simmons and Michael Fultz. You know, obviously the ceiling is not as high for him. Like, he's already at his ceiling. Mm. I think one day Fultz and Simmons are going to be, like, mm. perennial all-stars. I really do. But, like, the mm. guys at... Fultz is 19 and Simmons is 21. Neither of them have played a game. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see Philly in there. Like, nothing would make me more happier than a Philly versus Cleveland first round. Oh, God. 
And do you know what? Like, if Embiid's healthy, that won't be an easy matchup for the Cavs. No, that will be a series. They they, they cannot handle him. No way. No. So Nobody that, can. So, yeah. so that, that that's a real thing. Yeah. This is what everyone who's a fan of the NBA should be rooting for. They should be rooting for a Sixers-Cleveland matchup in the first round. That would be amazing. Listen, think about it. Ben Simmons and LeBron James are like, he's his mentor. They're basically, they play so similarly. Um, Oh, yeah. They have a sort of similar body type. They're both crazy athletic and see the floor like almost nobody else in the league can get to the room. Well, I'm like, really, Ben Simmons... Is almost a mirror in, image of LeBron, except for his shot's yeah. not quite as good. But LeBron, when LeBron came, you know, into the league, his shot wasn't very good either, and it's still not great. But I don't know, Dude. man. Yeah, like, like it's as Australians, we're gonna like always try to bring back the hype a little bit because we don't want him to be compared to LeBron because mm. LeBron's potentially the greatest player ever. If not, he's definitely a top five player of all time. Yeah, I mean... And, and, and we don't and we don't want to put something that... Unfit, but I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. And I, I actually think that Simmons is better than LeBron in some things. He's got better handles for starters. Um, he's got probably better vision and passing at his age than LeBron did at that age. Yeah, Agreed. at his age. But the thing is, LeBron actually revolutionized the game in a way. I heard um, Zach Lowe say something along the lines of we'll never see in our lifetime another player at LeBron's size that can do the things that he does on the passing side and I was just thinking well do you know what like because of LeBron Mm. we are going to see that more Mm. and Ben Simmons to me is the first guy that's coming along that Mm. has idolised him turned out that he's got the same frame as him and gone I want to play like that guy like and it's you know Steph Curry is not the he's the first but he won't be the last because now every single kid is trying to play like Steph there's going to be one or two diamonds in the rough Mm. yeah and, and yeah, I think you're right. It's unfair for me to me- for me to measure those two against each other. Obviously, like Ben Simmons is no LeBron. Ben Simmons is just entering the the league. But there's a yeah. lot of parallels between their two playing styles, body type, athletic yeah. ability, the way they just see the floor. There's there's some I parallels there. Obviously, definitely agree. Yeah, and to see those two play against each other, to see Embiid dominate everybody, and like Tristan Thompson is not going to be able to do anything with Embiid in the post. No, uh, it no, just, like. In the playoffs, he's going to be a he's going to be a, no matter who comes first in the um, East, Embiid's going to be really hard to handle. If they're the eight seed, mm. imagine what he do to Boston. Oh my gosh, they don't even their biggest guys are in Baines. Yeah, which is a get <sighs> for them. It's true. It's huge for them because yeah. they had no rebounding. Yeah. That was the other reason I had Boston better high, a little bit higher because they're actually going to have some mm. rebounding this year. Um, anyway, we should probably wrap up the East. Let's. Uh, yeah, there you go. We'll cut it to the quick, and then we'll do the the West. So, uh, this since this is going to be the Super Flight Podcast, thanks guys for coming on. And then <laughs> Thank we're you, Joe. Yeah, and then we're going to do the West on your podcast. So. Yeah. So everyone, tune in. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us, Joe. We are the Fuzz. You can catch us at the Fuzz. NBA. Yeah, NBA. You, you screwed that up, mate. That's my. That's oh, normally I do this outro. <laughs> yeah, and there's a reason why you do it because I can't do it. <laughs> nice. You can catch us at thefuzznba.com. We're on Twitter at thefuzznba, and yeah, you can download our podcast anywhere you download your podcast. And uh, we'd love to have you listen to our shit. And also, <laughs> and also in the fuzz, thefuzz.com, right? Where you guys can you have a bunch of writers. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have we have blogs. We got some Articles. writers. Yeah, we got some in good between writers. drinking lots of beer and being Australian. They, <laughs> yeah, sometimes they, they want to write, and we I mean, we let them. Being Australian is a full time job, I hear. So, yeah, yeah it's hard, mate. All right, it's fucking tough, mate. It's tough, <laughs> <laughs> dude. You should be American right now. We have the dumbest leader ever. Anyway, yeah. Speaking of Ben Simmons, he did just call your leader a dickhead. He did call him a dickhead. Our, good, good for media, Ben Simmons. Yeah. I am totally in Ben Simmons camp now. <laughs> yeah. He got he's got me, man. I'm a I'm a Ben yeah. Simmons stand. Anyway. Yeah. The first preseason game starts on Thursday. Oh yeah. I think. Can't when, wait. When, no, Friday. Sixers is on Friday, I think. Oh yeah, it's Australia Thursday. Oh right. Oh, no, so Thursday for no you guys. Australia Saturday. So, I don't know. It's sometime. Who cares? It's gonna be good. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> so here's Alright, we'll see you on our show, Joe. Alright. So there you go, everybody. Michael Keith and Byron James of the Fuzz NBA podcast. Thanks again, guys, so much for coming on the show. And go check out the Fuzz because we break down the West Conference final playoffs stuff. Okay. Bye-bye.